Okay, so today was supposed to be my recording day. The kids had gone out and I had a bit of time to actually plan and write stuff down and I was gonna record a new course, or at least some of a new course. And then the renovations started next door. So the angle grinders and the hammers and... So I'm doing this. Oh, welcome to the Tips Boys show. So with the distractions at hand, I thought this would be a good time to talk about focus. Focus. It is an important skill, being able to focus, to get things done. And i got to tell you, we're pretty bad at it. Let me describe what happens to most people. You get up in the morning and you have this list of things you know you have to get to. And then you check your email and then you chat with some people. And by the time you finish checking email and chatting with people, your agenda has been hijacked and you are not doing what you intended to do, and then you don't get it done, and then it's still on your list for the next day. This is not because you're not doing things, you're just doing other things. And it's because you haven't focused. Now, maybe you legitimately got rid of that particular thing off your agenda, and you replaced it with something that was more important or more urgent, and that's fine. Well done, congratulations, you got it done, and you can just do the other thing another day. But how many times do you hear people say, I will absolutely get to that before lunch, and then they don't. We must do this today, and then it doesn't happen. If they really meant absolutely, or must, then they would do it, right? No, not necessarily. Because we get our agendas hijacked by many things. In my case, my agenda was hijacked by the buzzing saw sound that you may or may not be able to hear outside my window right now. And when that started happening, I had a little bit of a grumpy moment and then I had to think of something else to do and it had totally stuffed up my day because I had something productive and useful, I'd planned it out, I'd thought through it and then I had to come up with something else. So here I am recording this because this is what I had next to do. I could have done some bookkeeping, I've done a couple of hours of bookkeeping today, that's soul destroying work if you're not a bookkeeper so uh, I don't encourage anyone to take that up. But You've got to find something then to focus on. So what do you do when your agenda gets hijacked? Because that is normally the time when you lose focus and things start going wrong. And that's when you don't get done the things that you wanted to get done. And that sound of that saw is going to drive me crazy by the end of this episode. But I'm going to plug on anyway. So focus. How are we going to prioritize so that the things we actually want to get done, get done? And the easiest thing to do is, of course, to do them first. Procrastination is a big problem with losing focus, and it's not necessarily that you aren't doing anything, it's that you're not doing the thing you chose. So if something is genuinely important, my top strategy for getting it done is to do it first. Don't let it get hijacked by anything. Now, of course, when I say anything, there are things that are gonna hijack it. If you get hit by a car, then that's gonna hijack that your desire to finish a document or something like that. But if you simply get another thing on your list and you think, oh, maybe I better replace it, don't. And the reason I say it is this, it's usually the things that are important, but not urgent, that have a tendency to get pushed back and back and back. And they're the things that plague us when we get to the end of the day and we're like, oh, 
damn it, I didn't get to that thing again. They're the important, but not urgent. They're the things you know you should be doing, but the things that you haven't done because there was something more urgent, which made an appearance throughout the day. And the reason I say to do them first and to not let them get displaced in the priority system is because the urgent things will get done and they will get done because they must get done. I'll say it again. The urgent things will get done because they must get done. Whereas the important things won't necessarily get done because they don't have to get done. Nothing drastic will happen if you don't do marketing that day and you do it tomorrow instead, except you don't do it tomorrow instead because there is always something urgent to do. There's always another urgent thing in legal practice. If you're going to be a lawyer, you're going to learn very quickly, if you haven't already, that there is an urgent thing followed by another urgent thing followed by another urgent thing. Now, sometimes these urgent things are fictitious. They are fictitiously urgent. This is where a client calls and says it's urgent, whereas in reality, they just want an answer quickly. It's not, nothing will happen if they get the answer tomorrow. And you've got to have a bit of a juggling act there because there's some clients who, who you can just be upfront and say, look, I'll get this to you tomorrow. I think that's a reasonable time frame, and that will give us plenty of time to do whatever. Or you just hop to it because they're an ultra important client or because your boss told you to do it or whatever. So yes, there is fictitious urgent and there is actual urgent. And the actual urgent will almost certainly happen because it must happen. Whereas the important things get put off day after day after day after day after day. And what happens is then they become urgent. Picture this for a moment. Marketing is the classic example of the thing that is important but not urgent. Every lawyer knows they should be doing some form of marketing or networking in order to start building their practice or their firm's practice or whatever. But many lawyers simply don't do it habitually. And they don't do it habitually because their marketing thoughts and endeavors and ideas all get taken over by urgent client work. And that always takes priority. Now that's fine if it's for a day or even a week or even a couple of weeks, but if you let that happen for six months or 12 months, and then let's say you're in a small practice and the principal of your firm dies and you're next in line and you decide to buy the firm, but you've been doing no marketing for 12 months because there was always something more important or more urgent to do. How's that going to go then? So over time, the lack of doing important things has a tendency to make a dramatically negative difference on your practice. And this is why I talk so much about habits and habit creation, because getting into the habit of doing that important thing first allows you to get it done and then tick off and go off and do the urgent things for the rest of the day. Now, why is all this relevant to focus? It's relevant to focus because the reason you're not getting the important things done is because of a lack of focus on them. You become distracted by the agenda of others that is set for you in the emails that you check or in the meetings that you have or in the telephone calls that you get. So how are we going to focus as best we can and understanding and appreciating that if you're an employee, then you're going to obviously have to deal with a certain amount of interruption. The first is this. You don't have to pick up the phone. The second is this. You can close your email. Now that's a tough one, but you can actually shut down the program so that you don't get notifications. You don't see something that will hijack your agenda until you're ready for that to happen. And the third and possibly the hardest, the first two are pretty easy. The hardest one to learn is this, to tell people no. 
Now, I want to be careful here because I don't want you to become the kind of person who is insular and who is unavailable and who puts people off at every available opportunity because you're only interested in doing your own thing. That's not what we're talking about. And I don't want you to get in the habit of doing that because I think that causes other longer term problems and it makes you a bit of a jerk. So don't do that necessarily. But if you can learn to politely say no, including possibly to your boss, and some bosses will take this better than others, so be cautious. But if you can learn to say no effectively, then you will be able to focus much more. If your boss calls you in, let's say they buzz you on the telephone to say, hey, can you pop down to my office for a second? What do you normally do? You normally go, yeah, sure. And you go straight down. What if you said, I'm just finishing something up. Can I come down in five minutes? You're saying no, but then. And if they're fine with that, they're fine with that. If they want you to come down now, they will tell you. No, make no mistake about that. So you don't need to worry that that's going to offend anyone usually, but you're state will be less interrupted if you don't spend five minutes taking yourself off task. Now you've been interrupted already, let's face it. If you lose momentum because of the phone call itself, then that's fine, but you will lose even more momentum and you will grind to a halt if you have to go into a five minute meeting, which is probably a 15 minute meeting and a telephone call or something like that. And then you will have another task and then your brain will have moved on and to get back to the task you were working on is very, very difficult and you need to rebuild that momentum. So. Learn to say no. That is my number one tip for focus. Say no to stuff. Say no to people. Do it politely. Do it in a way that ensures that they know you are coming back to see them and ensure that you do it. And then you'll be able to focus on the matter at hand. Now, within this involves a certain amount of decision making, doesn't it? You're going to need to decide which things are legitimately more important, which things need to be done, which things you actually need to focus on. But if you can focus on one task, until it's complete, you will be significantly more productive than the person who does one task spread over three hours. You know, you pick up this, you start on it, then you get interrupted, you do something else, and then you get back to it, you start again, and then you start editing it, and then you can't remember what your edits were because you can't read your own handwriting, and then you come back to it later, and then someone's reading it and they edit it, and you can't remember what you meant to say, all the research you've just read goes out of your head, whatever it was that was building this momentum in order to allow you to actually accomplish the goal, you lose so much of it and people really don't have a good knack of focusing on their tasks until complete. Now, some people are brilliant at this. I know a number of lawyers who are extremely good. They will sit down and will focus on a task. They will get it done and they are prepared to say no to people. Others have a tendency to allow themselves to be interrupted all the time. And so there's this balancing act. So I don't want to get you away from being generous with your time. I don't want you to get away from being helpful to other people, but I do want you to learn how to focus and I want you to learn how to say no effectively and properly. That is my number one tip. Other than that, don't have to answer the phone. Don't have to have your email open because these are the things that hijack your agenda and disrupt your focus. That's it for me. What's your focus tip? How do you stay focused on the task at hand? Let me know in the comments and I will no doubt see you soon. That is the Tips for Lawyers show. Head over to tipsforlawyers.com slash YouTube and don't forget to subscribe. Head over to tipsforlawyers.com slash iTunes and subscribe there if you're on the podcast. That's all I had for now and I'll see you next time.